Good morning and welcome to Tech Brew. My name is Bill. This is going to be a three time a week podcast about technology. And it's going to be in the morning over a nice cup of coffee. I figured what a better way to start the day than a tech brief and a nice hot cup of joe. My name is Bill and I will be your host through this endeavor. This is going to be a growing project. I don't know all of what it's going to turn into yet, but this is still a work in progress. I wanted to start with the podcast, though. The idea came to me the other day when I was reading some tech updates about the new Samsung foldables, the Flip 4 and the Fold 4, which were announced last week on August 10th and will be released next week on August 26th. Pre-orders are on right now. Stop in your local AT&T and get some great deals. We have some amazing deals right now at AT&T. By the way, work for AT&T. Shameless plug. Anyway, I had the idea of reading over this, and I thought, you know, I think this would be a really good idea. A nice, quick, maybe 10-minute podcast. Three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, with a little bit of a recap. Fridays may be a little longer because, well, it's the end of the week. But we're going to do everything with a nice hot cup of coffee. Ah, that's good. Just black. Dark roast, black. Nothing in it. If you drink anything in it, you're wrong. Just like with bacon. If you don't like bacon, you're wrong. But that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Anyway, grab your favorite cup of coffee. I don't care how you make it. Sit down and get ready for the tech news. The idea for this came to me over the past few months. I have a blog I've been working on, trying to do that a few times a week, at least once a week. And I have a website I'm trying to develop and get live sort uh, shortly. I've also got a YouTube channel that I plan on going live with, which is going to be a culmination of product reviews and things. I will have product reviews on my blog, on the YouTube channel, quick summaries here on tech brew this is mostly going to be about the weekly news though updates things um different tests i've been running like i've been reviewing the t-mobile home internet for the past three months overall not bad for 50 bucks a month it's not a bad option if it's if you can't get anything cheaper or faster or dsl or crap uh cable like I have, it's a good alternative. Is it going to replace more traditional cable? No, not at all. But it's it's still a really good option. I'll go over that one a lot in more detail later. But this is going to be, like I said, uh, it's a working project. And that's why we have the coffee with us in the morning. This is a work in progress. It's a it's a project I've been at for a while, but it's it's something I've wanted to do. And I thought I would start by introducing myself a little bit about my little bit about my background. Jeez, I need more coffee. Hold on a moment. And we're back. This is why we need the coffee. There is one important tool in every IT professional's arsenal. That is your coffee. 
Anyway, I thought I'd give a little bit of background of what I am doing, what I do, what kind of tech background I have, and just kind of set the stage for what this is going to be. Like I said, this will be a three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Probably upload it Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night. But you get the idea. Anyway, so a little bit about myself. Like I said, my name is Bill. I have been working in technology since 2004 when I graduated high school. I started going to school at Erie Institute of Technology for Network and Database Administration. Due to some unforeseen issues, was not able to complete that, but it didn't stop my studies. I've continued studying over the years. I am certified in AWS, Amazon Web Services, uh, cloud infrastructure, Microsoft's Azure cloud infrastructure. I've got certifications in Google, uh, various programs they offer. I have extensive uh, break fix background, which is repairing and upgrading physical hardware. I have uh, some decent tech, er, tech support and network support under my belt. I've been working with Windows since 1995. I mean, since Windows 95. About 95. <laughs> and since then, I have expanded my knowledge substantially. I have pretty firm understanding of Windows as a whole, Linux as a whole, and I've recently began studying, understanding, and learning Mac OS. In fact, I'm actually recording this on my first ever Mac computer. Um... So I do have a very extensive knowledge base when it comes to technology. Am I the best? Absolutely not. Am I the worst? Absolutely not. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'd say more, more closely to the professional side of things. I am currently studying cybersecurity and ultimately plan to open a cybersecurity-based company along with a few other things. But right now, this is my my uh, my pet project right now. My baby, if you will. But this podcast, I hope, becomes a much more extensive part of my company that I'm trying to develop. Anyway, so basically... This is going to be my take on some of the tech news. It's going to be informative. It's going to try to be quick-paced. I'm not going to make them any longer than 10 minutes. This one might be a little longer than 10 minutes, just because it's the first one. But this will be three times a week, and I will be updating this as well as my blog, as well as hopefully going live with my website soon and the YouTube channel. These are things to come in the future, and of course... If you stay here, stay tuned on Tech Brew, you will know everything going on. God, that's a good cup of coffee. If you like designer coffees, this is not sponsored by any means, but if you like designer coffees and you like to try stuff, there is a company called Trade Coffee. What they do is you pick your preference, what you like, and then they send you a variety of 
based on your picks, your your likes, your dislikes, that kind of stuff, what kind of coffee you want. They send you every month a different company's coffee. And some of the best one I had was uh, out of a New York City cafe, uh, Joe's Coffee Shop, I believe it was. Really, really good. But all of it they have sent out has been phenomenal. Anyway, not sponsored, absolutely not, but I, I highly recommend Trade. They, they make a lot of good choices with the coffee they send you. So, I, I plan to have a Discord server going live at some point. I plan to have the YouTube channel going live here soon. Uh, I'm going to be updating my blog more regularly, and like I said, I'm also going to be going uh, going live with the YouTube channel, doing various reviews and things. I have pre-ordered, by the time this launches, I will have pre-ordered the Fold 4, and I hope to have it middle to end of next week. I do know anytime you pre-order, you tend to get them sooner than the launch window, which is really cool. So anyway, once I get the phone, I'm going to be doing a very extensive review on it. I have Microsoft Surface Duo, the original one. I just haven't got around to picking up the Surface Duo 2. I will at some point, but I just haven't yet. Anyway, what I will be doing at some point is, in the near future, uploading a YouTube video with a comparison of them. And, I don't know, depending on how well this, uh, this podcast goes, I may... Make some, make it a podcast episode, too. That would be a longer one, though. But, like I said, this is going to mostly be a quick summary, three times a week, first thing in the morning, sit down, have some coffee, and listen to the tech news summarized. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to focus mostly on mobile. I have an affinity and a passion for mobile computing. I love what manufacturers are able to pull off now, especially with the new chips like the uh, M1 that Apple's developed and put into their MacBooks and their iPads and the iMac desktops. Um, But one of the iPads, I should be picking those up here soon too. And in the next six months or so, be getting one of the new M2 MacBook Pros, I believe. But that's down the road. Uh, But what I'm really interested in is the new Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1 that Qualcomm has released that is in the Fold 4 and the Flip 4. Hell of a lot of power there. I saw a battery review. So the 8 Gen 1 was a very capable machine, I mean a very capable chip packed into very capable machines that the phone manufacturers are making. The 888... So I I honestly think the 865, pardon me, sorry about that, a work phone call. Anyway, the, I, I honestly think the Snapdragon 865 was the best one that Qualcomm put out as far as a mobile chip. It's, it's a good mix of power, performance, graphical capabilities, but some good power management. Then the Snapdragon 888 came out. I I liked what they did with the graphics, but I wasn't 100% sure it was going to be the best way to go for a mobile chip, possibly in a laptop. I did have a laptop a few years ago, 
by Lenovo. It had the Snapdragon 850 in it, which was basically a heavily modified 845 designed for Windows. The GPU had been tweaked a bit, and the processor had been tweaked a bit as well. But the main thing was they had increased the machine learning capability for Windows as opposed to the 845. So it wasn't as good as an 855, but it was definitely better than a 845. But that started the whole Windows on ARM thing that Qualcomm has been doing. Now they're up to the Snapdragon 8C processors. I think the 8C2 is out now. I haven't really kept up on that one because Windows on ARM hasn't had a lot of development on the Microsoft side. It's mostly Qualcomm building some slightly modified phone chips to make them run better on Windows. The 8C series is a dedicated desktop kind of OS chip, but it's still an ARM chip. So when the advent of the 8 Gen 1 series came out, first off, I was irritated with Qualcomm's naming scheme. They're as bad as NVIDIA. Oh, let's see, there was the 800 series, the 900 series, the 10,000 series, the 2000 series, the 1600 series, the... It's just annoying. That's a that's a, a rant for another episode. Anyway, the 8 Gen 1, stupid name, but a very interesting prospect for mobile computing. They're, they're not quite to Apple's A bionic silicon, but they're getting very close. The 8 Gen 1, I would say, is pretty much neck and neck with a A13, possibly even an A14. The A15 is still a better chip when it comes to performance, but the 8 Gen 1 is getting there. The 8 Plus Gen 1, however, is tweaked in such a way that I think it's going to be a phenomenal device, or make for a phenomenal device experience. Slap it into a laptop and holy crap. So the Samsung S22 Ultra... The Note 22 has the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 in it, 5,000 milliamp hour battery. The Flip and the Fold have the 8 Plus Gen 1. The Flip has an upgraded 3,700 milliamp hour battery, up from last year, I believe, about 30%. And the Fold has the same 4,400 milliamp hour as last year's Fold 3. But thanks to the enhancements in battery management and how power efficient this new chip can be the flip and the fold actually bested the note i'm calling it a note note 22 ultra in battery life the note 22 ultra with its 5000 milliamp hour battery man it's just shy of nine hours of battery life tests the Fold, with its 4400 milliamp hour battery, managed a little over 9 hours of battery life with the 8 Plus Gen 1 and a smaller battery. The shocking one was the Flip 4. The Flip 4 also has the 8 Plus Gen 1, has a 3700 milliamp hour battery. It was nearly 9 and a half hours. 9 and a half hours on a 3700 milliamp hour battery. That is some efficiency. That, that is incredibly efficient. So the fact that they can get that kind of battery savings into a phone, but then also give you near near iPhone performance on a chip, 
oh my god, it's incredible. And the Fold, I believe, is nearly the ultimate device. You've got a phone when you need it, you've got a tablet when you want it, and with DeX, you can plug it into or wirelessly cast to a compatible monitor or TV and have a Windows-style desktop with a taskbar across the bottom, the start menu, you know, all that stuff. All on one phone, all on one device. I feel like this is becoming the way technology is going to go. There is speculation with the Duo 3 that Microsoft may push a Windows on ARM device, but that's still very rumor, very rumor mill and speculative. It doesn't mean it won't happen, it just means we can't guarantee it yet. Ultimately, however, sorry, coffee break. I think Microsoft has no choice but to go Windows on ARM eventually. Android's a very capable device and very capable OS. I'm sorry, I keep getting my words mixed up. But it doesn't mean that it's a great computing device. Yes, Samsung and Microsoft have done wonders with their software. Android 12L has... It is apparently going to be picking up a lot of the features that Microsoft and Samsung have coded and created themselves. Microsoft's big issue people don't like is it's different. Uh, and it stutters sometimes when it's trying to do simple tasks like minimizing a window or switching tasks or moving a, a task from one screen to the next or an app or whatever. I think... And I could be entirely wrong on this, but I think the reason for that is the Microsoft Launcher, which is custom designed for the Duo, is doing the heavy lifting. Android is not smart enough to manage that. As far as Android is concerned, the Duo and the Duo 2 are tablets. If you, In fact, let me check what the settings on mine. I have mine right here. Let me go ahead and check the settings. So if I come in here, settings, come down to about... It's here somewhere. I honestly don't remember where it is. <laughs> That's awful. But it does say in... And that this, this, I, I love this. Just the sound. That's glass closing on glass. But it sounds like felt. I love it. That's not what this is about, though. Not this episode. It does say in in the uh, what what the OS identifies the device as. It divide de, it identifies the Duo and the Duo Two as tablets. So when when you've got it open, Android sees one giant screen. It doesn't see a crease. It doesn't see a two windowed device. It sees a giant tablet, an eight point nine inch display. But Microsoft have done a lot of coding and tweaking to get the apps to open in on one side in basically windowed mode. Android doesn't really understand that entirely because outside of DeX, 
there really isn't anything else out there that causes an app to open like that unless you throw it into a pop-up view or the multi-window, you know, the side-by-side multitasking view. And so when the launcher does something, Android gets a little confused, hesitates for a second, and then allows the launcher to do what needs to be done. So yes, there's stutters, there's jitters, there's things that just don't work quite right. That's not a limitation of the device, that's a limitation of Android as a whole. Android L, from what Google has stated, way back in June, May, something like that, whenever they had their event, when they announced the Pixel 7 and some other stuff, they talked about Android L. There's been some more over the past week or two, there's been a lot more information released about Android L, but... Basically, Google let Microsoft and Samsung tinker and develop things and do all the hard work, and Google is just going to take these ideas and add them into Android 12L. So that's why the Duo and the Duo 2 are still running Android 11, because Microsoft's waiting, instead of an iterative upgrade like most manufacturers do, Microsoft's waiting for 12L. Samsung also confirmed that the Fold 4 and I believe the Fold 3 at some point are going to be getting 12L as well. Right now, I'm rocking the Note 10 Plus and I'm on 12. Um, my co-worker has the Fold 3. He's also on 12. 12L should be coming at some point in the near future, however. But that's still a little ways off, so we have to. So we just got to wait and see what happens. There's definitely going to be some tweaking that's going to need to happen to Android 12 to make folding devices and phone-tablet hybrids more mainstream. Samsung's projecting that the folding category is the future of phones because they've pretty much hit the max of innovation on a slab, which they have. Some companies are able to get battery charging capacities up to insanely fast watts, like 120 or 150 watt wired charging. Uh, I think it's Vivo um, is up to 55 watt wireless charging, which is faster than Samsung's wired charging at 45 watts. But anyway, I think that's enough for this episode. Uh, Like I said, this one's wow pushing 20 minutes a little over uh this one i think was going to be the longest one just because it's more an introduction and then kind of talking about the video the podcast i mean the next one will be closer to 10 minutes uh probably going to continue talking about the the folding devices samsung are coming out with and what my some of my predictions for the future with folding technology is but we'll We'll take this an episode at a time. So this episode will be going live today, August 18th, which is Thursday. The next one will be going live tomorrow, August 19th. I'm going to be uploading everything on Anchor right now, so it'll go on Spotify and Apple and all your favorite podcast things. I'm also going to put the RSS feed on Twitter, so you can find me there. It's at TechAreel. That's T-E-C-H-E-R-I-E-L-L. You can find me there, and once the Techno site goes live, I will absolutely 
drop the website and everything in here where you'll be able to find RSS feeds, the podcast right there, my blog, links to YouTube videos. Everything's going to culminate around that site, hopefully in the next few weeks or month. But right now, things are going to be a little scattered. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter with any comments or suggestions of any kind, and I hope you enjoyed your morning brew. Have a great day.